0: Hello, Magic Seekers, and welcome to it Turns Out She's a Witch. We're your hosts, Tracy and Shannon, and welcome, welcome to, to our podcast, Coven. coven. Welcome to another episode of Turns Out, She's a Witch. I'm Shannon and today I have the beautiful Laura with me. And Mm. we are via Zoom because we're still in lockdown here on the Central Coast. So... You gotta love it. You do. At least we can still record and we can still get some episodes out and... Yeah. Yeah. And and thanks for having me. (laughs) No, thank you. I love having our chat and yeah so I
1: love asking all the questions as well so I'm not um knowledgeable in this area at all so it's all you know I'm listening to the podcast like I mentioned before and I'm sort of listening along going oh wow that's cool oh and everything I listen to brings up like 500 other questions so (laughs) please excuse my questions throughout this episode but thank you so much for having me um I've been enjoying recording turns out it's haunted with Tracy and we are going to come back to the airwaves with turns out she's psychic next week so Very um, exciting it is super exciting for the turns out network and sure is. and it's good that I get to sort of do little cameos in here as well when I can for edge sure. my, when I can muscle my way in, so. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I love it. You know,
1: as it be, this is um, full disclosure, a re-record, and I'm doing it with you because I want to. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so thanks Gotta love for technology. having me. Oh my no, god, Zoom you. is just—it's a blessing and a curse, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and internet connections and oh, all that does. Oh, the delay sometimes. It's just like, oh, oh, what, oh. what are you saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. god. But anyway. That will be so lovely to get back in a room yeah. with you girls again. And yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Definitely. So that said, what are we doing this week? Today we are going to talk about protection magic. So I thought mm. with the state of the world and COVID and so much uncertainty, that it was a perfect time to bring this up. I've been asked uh, by a lot of people about this topic, so I thought it was a good one to cover.
1: Oh, anytime you can weave some magic into the mix, I'm here for it.
0: Absolutely.
1: What you got, Shannon?
0: Where are we going to start? Well, I guess we will start with why. Like why would you do protection magic? So... At its core, you know, we all desire protection and safety emotionally, physically for our loved ones and for our homes and our special objects and spaces. So protection magic and spells work on a psychological level as well. Um, They empower us and in turn it changes our energy. So when we shift that energy, it means we no longer attract the negativity. And, yeah, I just feel like it's such a, a good Thing to do. Um, you know, if you're feeling a bit vulnerable or if you're feeling, um, yeah, like you just need a bit more boundaries around yourself or your family, um, yeah, it's, this is a great way to kind of shift that energy and empower.
1: Yeah so I mean I'm going to speak the obvious here because um, obviously I've done turns out she's psychic with Tracy so I'm a bit more familiar with like energy work and energy protection Mm -hmm. in that sense Um, and obviously Captain Obvious speaking you're a witch so you're sort of weaving Mm -hmm. a bit of magic into that like layering another element on that with what you say like spell work and whatnot is that right? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So it's very similar to energy work because you are working with energy, but it's having those tangible items. Um, I'm a very visual person. So I think that's why I love witchcraft so much is that, Mm -hmm. yeah, you have these physical representations of different energies and different elements and they all hold their own meanings and then combining those um, tangible items. Tangible things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and like you say, witchcraft.
0: It's like it's an
1: art, right? You know, you're doing it with all these intentions. Mm,
0: For sure. And learning the properties of different things and and also assigning your own um, interpretations onto those properties as well. So... It's a lot of uh, doing things intuitively and what you're drawn to, and different elements you're drawn to working with and using. So, um, you know, that kind of comes back to what kind of witch you may identify as being. And I did like that episode too. All my witches. I love it. And look, I think there's. A few different ones in all of us, that's for sure. But, yep. um, you know, like a green witch, for, for instance, would work very heavily with plants and flowers and, sure. and that kind of yep. um, medicine and elements. And um, yeah, so it's just never ending. It's just all the possibilities are so amazing. cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess there's like, in that sense, there's probably no right or wrong. It's just that overarching element of responsibility and everything you know like because it's an art it's a craft it's not you know Mm, you've obviously spent how many years you know honing in and doing your research and whatnot so it makes yeah I'm still
0: learning and I still will learn for the rest of my days that's the beautiful part about it I think um yeah, there's always something new to learn or something new to connect with and yeah and learn about. Yeah,
1: and hence this podcast, so people like like Yay! total noobs like me can be like, "What is this world? I'm going to listen in." It's so cool. Yeah. For so sure. thanks for putting and... yourself out there too, because that's cool as oh, well. My pleasure. It's Thank no, you. it's no easy feat.
0: <laughs> no, it has been a little nerve wracking. I must admit, putting all this out there, but I'm glad that. Uh, yeah, I have this platform and the feedback so far has been really wonderful uh, hearing from people who are setting up altars for the first time or working with, you know, spell candles for the first time and doing, (laughs) you know, Wheel of the Year celebrations for the first time. So that's been really heartwarming and amazing. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It's so cool to be um, opening up this world. It's, it's really awesome. And here you are, you're doing it. So where do we right. start? You've talked about um protection magic and um you've mentioned the word spell and it's got me intrigued.
0: Yes. So um yeah as I said before like a spell is gathering these tangible items that hold specific meaning or medicine and infusing these items with your energy and most of all your intent. So intent is the most important part of any kind of ritual or spell and it's basically setting that into motion. So it's, it's yeah, taking those items, elements, and then setting this intention into the 3D world and into the physicals. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's basically gathering ingredients for a desired outcome. And you know, it's a very powerful practice, that's for sure. Yeah. Sounds amazing. So it's
1: like a, a ritual, and a spoken word that you infuse into it. Tell me about you gather your
0: items mm-hmm. with the intention yeah. of a protection spell yep yep so depending on whatever spell you're going to be working um, with yep. you want to make sure your energy is clear so i always uh like do a meditation beforehand smudge or sage the room and yeah, you want to kind of make sure your vibration is quite high before you perform any kind of spell work because that sure. is what you're infusing into it, as such. So, um, and any elements you're going to be working with as well. So, say it's a jar, I'd always clean the jar first as well with smoke or with oh, um, okay. clearing spray. Yeah, and all Clear the, out the pickles you're going to or the mayo. With. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, it's a good idea to take them out first. <laughs> Give it a wash. <laughs> yeah, so say you're working with, um, for instance, yeah, like a bunch of herbs and some crystals, maybe some sand, Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend saning the whole lot, so running it through smoke of some sort, whether that's, you know, white sage or rosemary, mugwort, whatever you're um, kind of drawn to using for your practice. So, yeah. And just setting that space and whether you open circle or not, um, I always open circle when I'm doing spell work just so it's protected, like it's like a safe container to do that work in. And I really do feel it uh, amplifies everything as well and, yeah, makes it quite potent. Wow. It's like
1: looking into a witch's world just there. (laughs) sounds amazing I'm you know I'm spellbound ah
0: (laughs) that's actually the title of a very good book I'm going to bring up soon
1: oh well there you go that's like Uh, a nice easy segue for you (laughs) that is absolutely all right so what next like what um you're talking about protection magic Mm-hmm. Um, and what are the, some of the reasons why we should do protection magic? Um, you mentioned, you know, obviously in these sorts of times like right now where people are um, maybe feeling a bit more nervous or they want to ground a bit with a bit of certainty around COVID and whatnot, um, that's understandable. Um, what yeah. other sort of protection magic?
0: Yeah. Um, be we thinking, well, I guess about. it kind of falls into two different categories. So you've got protection um, for yourself personally, and then protection of your space and loved ones. So, okay, uh, on the personal front there's a few different like quite a lot of different things you can do and I know we've covered this before in the podcast but uh, you know to start off with is the morning shower so having that visualization of a protective bubble or um, I know Tracy does a a gold pyramid or you know whatever it is and I have my cape that I put on energetically that you know shields (laughs) my energy for the day so whatever it is that you're drawn to using and can really visualize, then that is a wonderful way of just setting those energetic boundaries um, for yourself through the day. Yeah. 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 Uh, Another thing I do like to do is in meditation as well. You can picture those boundaries. Um, I often have a visualization of um, swords. So four swords. So there's one in front of me, one behind me and two Either side like laying down. Yeah, right. Yeah. In kind of a square pattern. So that's something I will visualize of that's sort of like a really, you know, quite a a strong barrier if you feeling quite vulnerable. Yeah. Wow. It's like that, that warrior, like you're mm-hmm. not getting past this. <laughs> it reminds me of like a tarot card. <laughs> like I'm picturing a tarot card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And um also there is carrying or wearing protective stones and jewelry. So Once again, this comes back to personal choice and what you feel drawn to using, but my favourites are hematite, black tourmaline and obsidian. So the hematite especially, that's something that um, I usually always have on me, whether it's a little stone or I have a hematite ring. And I think we've spoken before too about my black tourmaline necklace that I will wear if I feel like I'm going to be um, in a situation Maybe not even in danger as such. It's just if I know there's a lot of energy going on, or say yeah. there's going to be a big group of people. Um, yeah. I'm quite introverted and I do, <laughs> like, I do, don't get me wrong, I love being social, but it can overwhelm me when there's a lot of energies and a lot of different personalities. So yeah. I'll kind of prepare. Yeah, I'll prepare for that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Use that tool. Another, definitely. Yeah. That's so a nice, easy way. Uh, there's also carrying. A hagstone, or a talisman such as an evil eye charm. So yep. the evil eye is um, like talisman that basically reflects back any shade that's being thrown your way. So it's quite an ancient um, talisman. I know Tracy's got an evil eye ring that she Matt does. Her and, yeah, yeah, Matt bought it for her. Yeah. Yep. So and the
1: Greeks are very, you know, that's such a um, symbolic sort of cultural item. There's evil eyes everywhere.
0: It's almost yeah. like a,
1: it's almost like a tourist thing that you buy when you go to Greece. Is something with the
0: evil eye on it. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So that's um, yeah. I guess you could even look at your own lineage and what those protective talismans might have been. Um, you know, for wherever your family are from, that's you know another great way to connect to your ancestors as well. Yeah, maybe that's I love how you... I love sorts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. oh viking sort of stuff yeah all well, the scottish the highlanders yep. and <laughs> yep.
1: yeah yeah well, that's it and we know a lot of the highlanders were descended from vikings and stuff right
0: uh yeah in different areas for sure yep. yeah. yeah yeah it's like full-on over there <laughs> Oh, the history. That's a, that's another
1: podcast. I know. It's so <laughs> cool it. though. There's all these different elements you can weave in depending on what resonates with you and what you identify with and whether you know your history or not, you know, it's so amazing. Sure.
0: Yeah. Um. So, and then, yeah, you go. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say uh, another thing you can do is using herbs. So carrying some oh, in your yep. pocket. Oh. Uh, such as rosemary or mugwort. And mugwort is known to be a herb of safe travel. So you would put some in your shoes or in your luggage yep. um, for safe passage and safe travel. So that's,
1: that's something very else you can bear in mind. a very
0: helpful little herb, mugwort. It is. I love mugwort. It's up, up there with my favourites, I think. It's very versatile and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll often use it in different um, like spells or spell pouches and spell bottles and things like that. For protection and travel. Yep. So yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and when you were talking about seining before, could be a really silly question, but I gotta ask it. Is seining the same as cleansing or is it separate? Can you just explain that?
0: Yes, I I really should explain that. Uh <laughs> is basically the Scottish term for smudging. So okay I know I do switch between the two because I say seening and my family say saning, yep. but I know it's known as smudging, so I do, okay. yeah, it's drop same. both words in there. It's the same, it's the same okay. thing. Yep. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. I'm like, that's what's good. that? <laughs> now, I'm glad you asked because I'm sure there's, you know, other listeners out there that are probably like, what's saining? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> it's another thing I have no idea about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, just smudging, another word.
1: Yeah, because I remember um, in a previous podcast you were talking about dried mugwort leaves and you mm-hmm. could use them for seining
0: yeah absolutely and so you can bundle pitch... all sorts of herbs together yep. um yep lavender rosemary mugwort they're all really beautiful to to use um, in place of white sage so yeah yeah
1: I love that um so before you were talking about you know at the start of the day having a shower setting your protection however you choose to do that and then uh, and then what, if we we're looking at a day broken down, how would we perhaps weave some protection into our day or daily
0: rituals? Yeah, well, definitely uh, starting off with that visualization in the morning and kind of prepping your energy for the day. And then as you move through the day, I guess, um, yeah, using these different talismans and items to take with you and yep. giving them that purpose, like give, assigning them that role of, okay, you're going to protect me today as I go to work and bring me home safely or, sure. um, you know, if it's something that you're giving to one of your children. to I, I often put uh, little spell pouches in my daughter's school bag and I give it a a role yeah that you know it's to keep her safe and protected and bring her home safely and it's so beautiful it is it's just um I think it empowers her too to know that it's there and it's something she can kind of lean into energetically if she's feeling vulnerable at school so
1: yeah yeah I know I've been um, sending Luciana to school because Matt and I are both having to go to work all the time Mm -hmm. and she's still at before school care, after school care and school and school's not the same because all the um, classes are shared and mixed and it's not, you know, her normal class. Yeah. And it really threw her off for a while but I've been sending her with a big lump of mookite she just really Beautiful. loves, it's like it's a big palm stone size and she just loves that and, um, you know, whatever works. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I kind of thought that, that type of stone with those colours would really help ground her and keep her safe and help her just feel a bit more comfortable. Mm, I love that.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. and, yeah, and mummy well, knows does this <laughs> well.
1: Mummy's always trying. <laughs> we do, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else have you got for us? How can we protect ourselves energetically other than the talismans and uh the crystals you were talking about and the herbs? What are some sort of rituals or something like that that we can do? Well, I
0: guess depending on your belief system too so obviously there's prayer um or creating a mantra for the day yep. uh, so that you can kind of remember that and that's like a touchstone to come back to to yes. remember yeah what you want to feel and you know that outcome once again of being protected and everything
1: absolutely
0: happening uh as it's meant to a divine timing so that is something that i do as well um so yeah, I would say you can wear different clothing, uh, depending on I think we spoke about that in the last episode with the color magic and using your clothing as protection as well, like having yes. that intent of with the uh, color you know, if you're wearing, yeah, with the color and infusing that into into your day and stepping out into the world too. Mm.
1: Oh dear powers that Zoom don't fail us now.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs>
1: sketchy but we'll we'll continue um and what about if we're having issues with someone in our personal life um and we want to sort of protect ourselves
0: yeah so I guess first of all first and foremost you need to be really sure that you are done with this person and the energy that they represent in your life so um before you go like binding or banishing anybody uh make sure that it's yeah, like the relationship has kind of run its course and it's at the end. So I would never wish harm on another person. Uh, the rule of three, whatever you send out returns threefold. That is kind of the core law of witchcraft. Um, so to be mindful of that too. And yeah, I would only recommend doing this, you know, if you need that closure and, Or on the other hand, if you are being bullied, because we all deserve the right to feel safe um, and we all have the right to protect our energy and who we allow into our personal space. So I guess it's, you know, using discernment to to work out if it's the right thing to do or not. But say like you're at the end of a relationship um, that this person's still kind of lingering around and you know you're done, you know that it's... Final, there's no kind of going back, and you want to cut cords as such. Yeah, you can yep. do it um visually. So, uh, a visualization of a cord running between the two of you, and depending on whatever uh, tool you want to use, whether that's a big sword or scissors or whatever, to cut that cord. So, that's a really um, powerful thing to do, like during meditation. Uh, another way is you can actually get a physical piece of wool or thread. And in ritual also do a cord cutting with that intent of, you know, I'm here, they're there, this is now done and cutting that physical cord. Um, there's also another thing you can do to peacefully stop someone from hurting you and there's a very old spell in Lucy Cavendish's book called Spellbound. Ooh. and Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we will um, reference this in the show notes. but. Yeah. First of all, you clear your energy. So as I said before, it's very important to make sure that you are uh, in a good frame of mind when you're doing this and that your energy is as clear as it can be. And then you want to clear your mind of all emotion because we don't want to wish harm on anybody because it does come back. And then writing their name on a piece of paper, you place that in water and then into the freezer. And there's a little um, spell that she has in her book and it says, by all the powers of three by three, I wish only good to come to me. I wish thee well, strong and happy and very far away from me. And then you pop it in the freezer and it is a very powerful technique. I know of plenty of people that have done freezing type spells and been totally blown away by how it just keeps these people or themes or energies At bay, yeah, until they, you know, it makes them feel safer.
1: Throw a Queen Elsa and
0: freeze that. (laughs) Let it go. Let (laughs) it go. That's it. Wow. That is is a very, very very powerful one. And another thing that I have done in the past is a mirror visualisation technique. So it's reflecting whatever shade they are throwing at you back. So, Just sending once again, it being yeah, 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 and once again, being mindful of, um, like, I definitely don't want to do spiritual bypassing or anything like that. Like, I understand we all have things that come up in life and situations where we need to work through it, and there's lessons to be had. Yes. But oh gosh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I but as I yeah. said before, we all have the right to feel safe, and we all have the right to yeah say no. I don't. This person in my my energy anymore like we have that right um yeah that decision so the mirror visualization is another really powerful one so you can do that of yourself but also of your home too so visualizing these mirrors um kind of surrounding your property or at your front door and just sending it back because it doesn't belong here so it's the evil eye I guess yeah
1: and I suppose even if it's good you're giving good back like whatever they're approaching you with you're just sending it back so if they can't handle it then so Mm. be it
0: that's it yeah I
1: like how you said at the very start um making sure you're sort of like sound of mind before you start anything and you're very like it's you know self-awareness that you're approaching these things having probably thought about everything else like everything you're discussing isn't something that anyone can just launch into you've obviously got to do a little bit of work behind it all
0: right is that right yeah for sure Know what and you're doing you know know what you're doing and know what your intention is and yes. be clear on that because yeah like I, I wouldn't suggest even sending a text message when you're emotional what? let alone casting a spell you know <laughs> it's so, so true yeah it's like, like, take, take a long hard look at yourself <laughs> that's it take a beat or sleep on it before, yeah. yeah yeah and make sure that um that you're done, like make sure that this is the right thing to do. So I wouldn't do it lightly, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's all thought through and like you said, Mm -hmm. you're in a, you know, you're in a level-headed space and you're coming to everything with an open mind and it's thought through. It's not something that you do on a whim. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I get that. I love that and I get how it could be really empowering to sort of reinforce something that you can do for yourself, especially like if you... You know, have had a messy breakup with an ex, and you, and they are, you know, texting you over and over, and you're just like, oh, come on! I'm just gonna put you on ice.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm done. That's it. That's cool. And I, I think, like um, I think we've all been there in one way or another. Where, yeah, there's just certain people that maybe draining your energy or yeah, um, yeah, and it's like just putting don't... a boundary up, like physically. It is. Yes, Yes. very much so. And in the past, I'm still learning with the whole boundary thing far out. But um, (laughs) in the past, I was terrible with boundaries, absolutely terrible. Mm. And yeah, so this helps me a lot. It helps me a lot to, um, I guess, be very clear on what I want in my life, who I want in my life, the energies that I want in my life, and also being very aware of what I'm putting out there as well. So
1: yeah, mm. being responsible for it, and it's um, like when you're weaving intangible things, it's just sort of bringing more energy and more intention with it, isn't it? So yeah, it's mm. it's strong.
0: It is, yeah. Especially is. when you're not feeling
1: strong, I can get how that will really help you feel empowered, for want of a better word, because that word gets bandied bandied about too much of it late. Sounds, but it? <laughs> it's not it's not a bad word.
0: Mm. For sure.
1: Cool. So, what about? Um, I don't know, is there anything else for ourselves, protection for ourselves? Because I know we wanted to talk about protection for our home and whatnot, and you talked about the mirror. Is there anything yeah. for the home
0: anymore? Yes. So, um, I'm sure there is. <laughs> absolutely. So, for your home, um, you can have a talisman at the front door. So a talisman is an object that holds a specific energy and a frequency. So with Asher Moon, for starters, uh, when I started the business, blessing bowls were kind of the first product that, was born from Asher Moon but oh, very really? closely behind that yeah yeah it wasn't mugs actually it was blessing yep. and, <laughs> right. and items for, for ritual yeah yep. so but very closely followed behind that was talismans because I I just felt the need to be able to bring these items uh into people's homes and protection items protection yeah. again yeah Got it. and so I have one that I made that's uh right near our front door and it's got a whale carved into it so for me a whale represents communication and truth so obviously for my home that's what I want is communicate like clear communication and truth and there's kind of three discs Uh, I will take a photo and post it on our socials but the first one is the whale the second one is an evil eye and the third one is a little uh symbol for protection of the home so oh, okay. and then it's all kind of tied together with a big piece of uh, click quartz for activation and to energize the talisman so wow that's what I have at our front door yeah on the outside or the inside it's on the inside so right okay. next to the front door yeah yep. nice. that's where yeah it's just once again that uh, visual representation and something that yeah I can look at and feel that it's protecting the people that live within the home and also the people that walk over the threshold of uh-huh. you know, infusing that energy yeah, yeah. Mm. and talking about thresholds there is another other uh, thing I love to do so if you get a new doormat if it's uh-huh. got a rubber back on it I love to get a big thick sharpie and draw protective symbols on the underneath so that whenever anyone's actually stepping over your doorstep and into yep. your, your home it's yeah it's protecting the energy or clearing the energy yep. and you can create which i will talk about later um sigils for oh, okay. your family and for your home or even like uh drawing a pentacle so yeah that kind of protection whatever protection symbol that you resonate with and just popping them underneath your doormat if you don't have a doormat that's got a rubber back you could even write it on paper and and pop it under the doormat as well so doormat magic
1: oh my god doormat magic I have I'm I'm picturing my own front door at the minute and there's (laughs) there's a lot of stuff at my my front door (laughs) a lot of it's on the outside there is some on the inside I have a I have one little elephant on the inside and a um, it's like a hammered brass um face of the Peruvian sun god Inti. But on the outside, oh, I have one of your the Hamza that I bought from you Yay. a while ago. That's beautiful. there, yeah. and um, and two more elephants and a money tree and black tourmaline and my mugwort and bells. Oh, and oh, it's so funny, I remember hearing you talk about a broom and it wasn't my addition but Maya went for a walk with my mother-in-law at um, not long after we moved in and she came back with an old sort of palm frond or it's a part of a palm but it looks like a dead set old school broom, like witch's broom. Oh, wow. And she was literally, she had it between her legs and she was riding around the front yard in it and then she parked <laughs> it by the front door before she came in and that's where it has stayed. <laughs> love it she must
0: know on some intrinsic level that yeah it's so funny though because the witch's besom behind the door
1: I heard you talking about I'm like that's so funny it's not even of my doing it's just there that's so good it looks cool but it's there and it's so funny because she does get it out and pretend to sweep I'm like and all the shit falls off it I'm like that's not cleaning anything you're not (laughs) helping yeah just stop
0: But thank oh, you. Funny. <laughs> well, I love it that you brought up black tourmaline because yep. uh, that was another thing I was going to say is yep. to have on your door frame or behind the door yeah. or in a pot plant near the door. Is yeah, black tourmaline is amazing and uh, hematite as well. That's something I use yep. in our home to kind of grid the bedroom. So I'll pop a little piece of hematite in each corner to protect yep. the room. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Oh, on the in the corner like just on the floor or yeah I just
0: yeah. have them on the okay. floor obviously I don't have small children that can yeah put them in no. the bath or anything <laughs> of so course not yeah health and safety wear. yes definitely <laughs> you're um, gonna vacuum yeah. it up <laughs> <laughs> I have done that a few times yeah I bet so- just the little, yeah, the little hematite tumbles. Yep. So popping them in the four corners of yeah. every room and uh, black tourmaline on the door frames. So. Yeah,
1: Tracy sorted me out when we moved into this new house. I love it. It was a little bit bigger, so she came over with just a few more chunks
0: <laughs> from the old house. I'm like, thanks, Tracy. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Yeah. And then as you said before about your plants at the front door, so that's yep. working with plant spirits, so the rosemary and mugwort amazing allies to have at your front door to protect okay yeah i know about a bit more
1: about rosemary from the divine tool of the week a couple of weeks ago that was cool
0: (laughs) oh i do love rosemary same but
1: i i learned even more reasons to love rosemary i've always liked it now i love it even more (laughs) i love to hear that (laughs) yeah gosh what else oh You did mention something about a spell jar before, and I need to know more about that. Please explain. Sure, (laughs) I shall. (laughs) Because you talked about clearing the, the pickles and the mayo
0: out of them. Yeah, actually, it's so funny that you talk about that because I just spent a ridiculous amount of time today taking a label off a jam jar. Yeah, (laughs) My daughter was like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's a good jar. They suck. Save the jars. You never know when you need a good jar. I
1: have a problem with collecting jars. I just, I don't know. I just can't throw them out. (laughs) I've got boxes of them. Yeah, so so many uses for them. Yeah, yeah. It's such a wishy thing to do.
0: I love it. Some people have that like greenish
1: tinge or the bluish tinge or the little like, you know, cut edges and it's really nice. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so funny. That's good. (laughs) So, yeah, you can use recycled jars or bottles and making sure you smudge or sane them beforehand. And with spell bottles and jars, be mindful of the energy that you're creating them in because that is what it's going to be infused in. And also keeping in mind the uh, time of the lunar cycle as well. So whether you want to make them at a full moon or a new moon. Oh, so okay. um, yeah, personally, sure. yeah, so personally I love making them at a new moon for manifesting and setting those intentions. I feel that's a really powerful time. And, yeah, fill them with items that you're drawn to. So we've got so many things available to us in our kitchen pantries So herbs and dried flowers and salt is a fantastic one to use for protection, Uh, beach sand. There's also, uh, you know, crystals. You can pop um, symbols written onto paper inside them as well. So the possibilities are endless for spell jars. And I guess it's gathering items that mean something to you. So yeah. for that purpose the ones, right yeah for that purpose to have a think about the purpose whether it's to bring more love into your home or if it's to protect or if it's abundance and and you know the, google's amazing so if you want to oh, yeah. know yeah. you know what things to put in a spell jar for abundance Pinterest as well is amazing oh, so I was about, about to say you, and Pinterest <laughs> yeah for sure and you know you can Just see what items are suggested, what items you feel drawn to. Um, And there's really no hard and fast rules and there's no right or wrong way. It's whatever the intent is behind the items you're using. So that's the beautiful part about it. Yeah. Um, And I did make some here. uh, It would have been a year ago. I did it on the last Lionsgate. Um, Okay.
1: That we've just had. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes, yeah, so that would have been 12 months ago. Um, we were kind of getting settled in here at the property and I had the intention to make uh, spell bottles for behind our front doors and also for the four corners of our property just to protect to protect those boundaries. So in my spell jars I placed um, mugwort, rosemary and juniper berries, all for protection, and I love the whole three-by-three three rule, so I did three of each. Her, uh-huh. so you know, yep. three leaves of mugwort, three sprigs of oh. rosemary, three juniper berries, sure. And I used uh, three different crystals. So I had hematite for protection, and rose quartz for peace and love. And I used selenite um, because it's you know beautiful and clearing. So they're the three that I popped in our jars. And I also used pins. So three pins yeah. to trap negative energy, and I also had some black cotton so black is banishing um, and protection and I got the black cotton and kind of messed it up in the palms of my hands so kind of you know, okay. rubbed it together and made like a, a mess yeah, yeah. and yeah. the theory behind that is it will trap any ill intent that's kind of cast our way and to seal it all off so I did my little ritual in circle with the intention behind all of these objects and placed them all in the bottles which I love doing and then I used (laughs) a black candle that I had burning in ritual and I sealed the jars with the black candle so once again for banishing and protection and then with those bottles we waited I think until I'm pretty sure it was a new moon and um we yeah, went around the property and and buried them in the four corners, and then I got them behind my front door, and uh, the other family that we share this property with, they've got one behind their front door. So, and you know, if I'm ever feeling like this place needs a little bit of a boost or a little bit more protection. I can just visualise those bottles and yeah, those spots. A bit. And that's yeah. what I picture is this kind of grid, this boundary. It's a massive boundary. grid, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's all energy. It's all energy yep. work. And
1: and you're activating just, it all because you've created it, right? So it's all yeah. that intention that you've infused into it
0: and all those Absolutely. properties of those items. Yeah, for sure. And into the holes too because um, my husband, dug all the holes for me bless him and oh he's a good we egg did it. he's such a good egg <laughs> and we sprinkled um we had ancestor ash uh from our and fires and I always keep that in in a jar for throughout the year. so I'll spread oh, that wow. at the threshold of our house or use it in protection spells so we um sprinkled like a handful of that into each hole before we placed the bottles in there too so You had
1: me worried there when you said we had ancestor
0: ash. I'm thinking, (laughs) what ancestor? (laughs) Fucking hell. uh, I need to be a bit more um, careful with my language. People might think that I'm.
1: No, you went on (laughs) and it made sense. But I'm like, (laughs) whose ashes are you just (laughs) keeping in a jar to add to everything? No, I get you. Sorry, if that was disrespectful, I couldn't help myself.
0: (laughs) No, that's all good. It's. I guess I just take it for granted that people know this stuff no 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 that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) and even looking at like I've got a little jar of it here obviously our listeners can't see this but you can through Zoomy. and yeah that's from our salmon fire so I guess it does look like proper like I People guess ash. You know, it looks, it's a
1: lot lighter than I would have thought like I would have yeah. I was like picturing really dark stuff but that looks
0: quite white. it is very light yeah it must yeah. have been the timber we were burning that's so, so cool yeah and so love, if you do have any sacred ritual fires whether they're for yeah. you know Samhain or Imolk or whatever um you know if you're putting offerings into a fire save the ash save the ash because it holds those properties waste not Absolutely. That's number one with witchcraft. Don't waste anything and yep. don't just throw things away and yeah, turn it into an offering.
1: What strikes me with all the things that you talk about and what I'm reminded about, about my whole spirituality journey that I've you know, been on with Tracy for the last few years, is uh, the level of presence of mind that you have and even how organised you are and how you know, especially with Wheel of You Speak, the we the you know the year is broken up into increments, and then you know the lunar cycle, and you're just so um, self-aware. You're always being drawn back to certain cycles, and you're always being reminded of what it's a natural time for, and a time not for, and there's a time for everything. Um, in essence, but it's not always everything right now. So it's such a mindful way to live. And I, and I love that because I'm not naturally the most organised person. Like I'm not always like looking far ahead, but I've always sort of yearned for a rhythm. And mm. it's always felt nice to be in a rhythm. Um, and I feel that that sort of naturally happens as opposed to, you know, scheduling everything um just living in in sync more so is just it's just beautiful and it and it is such a mindful way to live like in the moment but also in preparation
0: absolutely i think that's what i love about following this path and living by the wheel of the year is that you do have to be very present and um yeah present with everything whether it's the season the cycle within you What's happening at that point in time and what the celebration means um the items that you gather for that hold so much significance as well um yeah it's just a very beautiful way to live and a a way of having reverence as well for everything around you and within you yeah
1: and honoring and learning what everything is presented to you and and what you do with it and 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 learn and grow from there too it's all just so eye-opening really once you truly
0: look around it's so cool it is yeah it's a very beautiful <laughs> practice and I think that's why I just want to share it with everyone and you know even if you only take a few little things from this podcast and implement them into your life it'll make a difference whether it's just doing a full moon ceremony once a month it'll make a huge yeah. difference if that's all you can manage so
1: Yeah and like you were saying with the rituals when you're um, creating the spell jars and everything it's not like you just sort of decide I'm going to chuck stuff into a jar like you were saying you do it in circles so you set up the space like you know ahead of time you you want to do that so you sort of allow that process to happen once you're fully prepped and you're entering that space with that pure intention and and that's Mm -hmm. what makes it so powerful is that
0: right? Yeah, absolutely. So for our slab here at the property too, we also uh, gathered different items to create a crystal grid. So my husband and I had um, planned for a long time that that's what something we wanted to do to set the foundation for the energy of our new home and our new studio. So, uh, you know, we gathered different you know, crystals, different herbs. We also kept some ash from our last sound fire this year to place yeah. in in those holes for the offerings as well and you know we really thought about places such as thresholds so the threshold of the front door the back door the you know threshold into the family room where our fireplace was going to be so the hearth of the home we did a, a grid under that uh, also you know where we'd congregate as a family yeah and obviously in all of the kids bedrooms as well so um you know there's different elements in those grids of protection crystals activation communication abundance yeah and everything has a deep meaning and I was very sure to write it all down in my in my little notebook um you know what we buried and why and where it was placed and yeah and yeah it was just a really beautiful thing for us to do and it just infuses our intention for this new space uh, into the property. So,
1: did you all do that yeah. together
0: as a family, or was it you and Boo? Or? It was just me and Boo. Yeah, yep. we were going to do it as a, a family, but um, I think the kids were off doing stuff, as, <laughs> as they are, as they do. I've yeah, got, you know, older kids now. But um, yeah, it ended up just being the two of us. But I felt like it was it was perfect. Yeah, because yeah. We we're the ones that started this family, and we're the ones yep. building the home So it felt and really right still- that. Yeah. That we were the ones um, yeah placing all the objects. So Ma and Pa. Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be there when they all move out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. One day. <laughs> so each room has a different purpose, therefore you've you've put different things in that area. <laughs> And uh, where you said where the fireplace is going, where the half of the home is, is that um, obviously talk to me a little bit about the significance of that, if you will.
0: Well, the half of the home traditionally, that was the heart of your home. That was, you know, where your fireplace was in, you know, times gone by. That is where you would cook, where you would you know get warmth from the fire where where everyone would be (laughs) everyone would gather yeah Yeah. it's a really important place so um you know under that foundation we've put yeah a grid of crystals for protection communication and we even put roses under there as well um, for love and yeah different things that symbolized elements that we would like to bring into that space for our family and our friends that gather there
1: Sounds so potent, like the, the intention behind that. It just
0: sounds beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's what we're well, that's how we like to live. I, I do feel that um, witchcraft gives everything intention and and meaning, and, and that's the beautiful thing about it. So you're not kind of just stumbling through your days. Because yep. I know I went through a, a long time there where. Uh, I, I always say it's a, a, you know, when I fall off the spiritual wagon is when I get quite <laughs> yeah. depressed and anxious and all those kind of feelings creep in. And I think witchcraft and living on this path, it yeah helps you to stay in alignment and to understand where you're you're at energetically, and also to live yeah with more meaning day to day, not just wait for the big events, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. No more living for the weekends, I guess. That's my, my big thing. I think I used to yeah. try and wish time away to get to other points yep. in time, you know, like you know, oh, I'll, I'll be able to, you know, have a rest when it's Christmas holidays or oh, I'll be able to yep. stop then or it's bringing it all back to the now. And what can I do now to support myself and my family energetically? So,
1: yeah, it allows you to see the process, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. for what it is mm-hmm. easier said than done sometimes though especially oh, gosh, yeah. amid lockdown and
0: what week are we at and <laughs> all, oh, I know. all of the rest of it I know oh look it's you know I'm definitely human and I was really feeling it a few days ago hence why I basically hit the garden for two days and just yeah you know, yep. turned off social media and just got my hands dirty because it was just all getting a bit too much. Just, yeah, so much noise out there right now. So, yeah. How good is it though? Because it's the perfect time to be hitting the garden.
1: So it is. Probably needed right to right do After that? Imolk? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, just before it's spring. It's, it's perfect. Start warming up and now's the yeah. time to get those things in there.
0: <laughs> For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So can I ask a question? I keep banging on about spell jars, but I want to know more. Um, You talked about protection spell jars, but you can obviously use them for lots of things. And I know from listening uh, to last week's episode, I asked a question about moon water. And I know Mm -hmm. there's loads of different um, properties and uses. And I made a little spray bottle up with like lavender oil in it and moon water in it and I spray the kids um, bedding and them down when they go to bed because um, even oh, my eldest finds it hard to go to sleep. Um, she's a bit anxious and it just helps her relax and I figure if I'm going to put water in it anyway I might as well use moon water. Um, I don't Absolutely. know if that's right or wrong. It, it sounds nice anyway so while I've got your ear I'm just gonna say.
0: That's what I do. <laughs> I love it. And look, it's your intention behind it, you know. Mm. that's Your intention is to soothe your children and have that yep. beautiful ritual before they go to sleep and that's perfect, absolutely perfect that you've um, done it with the moon water and the lavender yep. and, yep. yeah.
1: It's moon water and, that I made in, um, I got a little rose quartz crystal drink bottle from Tracy. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, infused with the rose quartz. Inside Perfect. of it. Yeah. I love that.
0: That's beautiful. There
1: you go. Well, that's what I do. What else can we do?
0: Well, another thing you can do with spell jars is include your kids. Like if they're having yep. nightmares or trouble sleeping, yeah, gather these items together with them. Like go and pick some lavender and go and you know, select crystals that may soothe them, so like amethyst or selenite or, you know, whatever they're drawn to and make a little spell jar. Yeah, they would absolutely love to do that. And I guess with children even you could add, you know, glitter as fairy dust or, you know, make it a little bit more magical for them and they can then place that under their bed and that's like a touchstone for them and that reassurance that they've, they've had that, I guess, oh we're going to say empowered again but it is it's yeah. empowering
1: for them <laughs> <So honest>. to <laughs> it is no it's true though it is. yeah yeah it for is. them
0: to have um you know take that ownership of I made this and this is going to yeah. protect me and it's infused with all of these beautiful magical ingredients and that's that's huge on a on a on every level I think for them Absolutely. to have that gives it meaning
1: yeah. um do you have um I'm asking you to share a bit, but I don't know if you have sort like particular words that you could say, like, I'm sure we could Google or Pinterest a certain lovely little sentence that you could say with your kids with this spell jar. But seeing as though I have a a witch at hand, I was wondering if you had a couple of nice little things that we might say
0: with them. Yeah, well, you can, I'd probably get them to help write it. And, you know, rhyming words always work beautifully. So Yeah, oh, they could like, have fun with that. <laughs> they could like make a yep. little poem and make yep. it. Yeah, and even get them to recite that. You know, when they get into bed each night, you know, mm. say their little yep. saying or say yep. like a little mantra. But that'd be wonderful. Yeah, it would, so like,
1: depending activate on to fake the jar.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that'd be amazing.
1: So you write it on paper, and you could put it in the jar as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes, I'd, that's what I would do if that was my child. I'd write it in on paper and put it in the jar, but I'd also keep another copy so that we know what's in it <laughs> and That's, use that yep. To, yep. Yeah, to recite before bed. That would be perfect.
1: Make your own journal up of everything. That's what um, intrigued me before when you were saying that, uh, yeah, that you took a record of the crystals you used and where you put them in the found- mm. what, well, you know, under where your slab's going and whatnot so you know where everything is
0: yeah I guess it's called a, a grimoire or a book of shadows. I just yep. call it a journal or a notebook, a but um yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've got uh pretty much everything since I started this practice, I've written down you know different correspondences and things that resonate yep. for me. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, even you know weird things that happen or you know synchronicities and yep. all all those in the one book. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've actually got a few volumes now because it's been going for a while. But, um, yeah, I'm always, um, you know, even with Lionsgate the other day, I journaled in that book as well, you know, things that were coming up for me and I just think Mm -hmm. it's a really beautiful practice to write, um, bringing things from, you know, your mind and those other realms into the 3D reality through word. The written word is really, yeah, really amazing thing to do I think and to remember it too because you know you can get six months down the track and be like
1: well what was that again (laughs) I can't remember what I buried or it's that point of reference as well yeah Mm, for sure that's so cool oh gosh what a journey (laughs) (laughs) for want of another word (laughs) yeah
0: oh look there's so much out there and I would yeah just recommend Seeing what you're drawn to, uh, you know, get your hands on a few different books if you really do want to get more into spellcraft. Um, As I said, Lucy Cavendish has got some amazing books. Um, Yeah, and just follow your own path and what you feel drawn to. And there's really no right or wrong way. It's all intention. It's your intention behind what you're creating and what you're putting out there that matters the most. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. That's awesome. What else My have you pleasure. got? Is it time for Divine Tool of the Week? It is. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? We're there. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> it's good because when I heard that you were doing this one, I had, I'd had i heard the word but I had absolutely no idea what it meant. So I'm looking forward to hearing you explain yourself, Shannon. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how you say it. (laughs) Oh, that's a tricky thing. So this week we're looking at sigils. So I think it can be pronounced sigil as well. Okay. But I'm just going to say sigil. I think it's a bit like potato, potato, you know. Right. Mato, tomato. (laughs) (laughs) How do you spell it? Sigil. It's S- that's another thing can be spelled a couple of ways oh god of course s-i-g-i-l-s yeah that's my understanding is s-i-g-i-l-s but i I have seen it spelt s-y-g-i-l-s as well um right yeah we're just going to stick with sigil sigil episode sigil
1: sigil good old Aussie sigil
0: (laughs) a good old sigil sigil okay so a sigil is an intention that is condensed into a single symbol So basically you create it so it's coded with your unique purpose and it can only be deciphered by you. So this allows your intention to remain a secret as the universe works to align and deliver your desire. And this also gives them incredible power. So, yeah, sigils are amazing. And the best part about it, they don't cost anything. All you need is a bit of paper and a pen and you can create something quite magical so so it's a symbol it is a symbol yes your, yep, so it's creating your own creation. Your own symbol yes. okay yeah so basically I'll break it down for you and I know this is a bit tricky via uh <laughs> podcast <laughs> via auditory powers <laughs> <laughs> it through your ear holes rather yeah. than your vision but I'll thank do my goodness, best. so yeah thank goodness
1: for social media though no doubt you're gonna you know oh, do a bit sure. of a how-to <laughs> yeah
0: yeah definitely so step one is writing your intention so all magic begins with a purpose so your intention as I've said throughout this whole episode is the most important piece of this magical working so Think about what your desired outcome of this symbol would be. So say um, you're feeling quite unsure and not very secure, then you might want to write down um, the sentence, I am protected and safe. Or uh, it could be, I am calm and at peace. So it's creating kind of like a mantra. You want to just write down what the end goal is of what you want to feel or what you want the outcome to be. So once you've done that, write that down on a piece of paper and then step two is looking at that intention that you've written down and then you cross out all of the vowels and any letters that repeat. Okay. So Yeah, so you just go through, cross those out. So it should leave only one of each consonant from the original sentence and then you can take those letters and rearrange them. So that's when you got to start getting all scribbly. Oh, like overlap them. Yeah. So you can overlap them, you can flip them, you can kind of move them all around until they create a single glyph. So it'll take some rearranging and maybe several attempts to get it from looking like a weird blob (laughs) into something that looks like a power symbol. But you just keep trying until you come up with something that you like the look of. Um, Yeah. And alternatively, there is another way. So Layla, my youngest, she uses this particular technique. Um, So she takes those letters that are left over from crossing out all the the vowels and the doubles and she then assigns each letter a number between one and nine. I Uh, will post a picture on how to do this (laughs) as well. And then she creates a circle with the numbers from one to nine and then places those letters in their spot and then it's kind of like a dot to dot so then she just goes from that to that to that to that and creates yeah. like a wow a symbol that way so yep. um you know there's more than one way to create a sigil a that's sigil. for sure so yeah. you didn't teach her that because that's not what you do but well I, where did I you No, find, I don't do it that way where did she um, find that out Pinterest god oh, lover yeah, okay Pinterest so, and that's Why just what resonates with her because she's yeah. quite artistic and, uh-huh. yeah, she just loves that flow, I think, of of yep. doing it that way. It sounds um, very Da Vinci Code, like crack yeah. the riddle type thing. It's really thing. cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's yep. the beauty of it. Like no one knows what, what it means, you know, yep. so, uh, and then. There is another important step, so it is to activate the sigil. So once you've oh. created it, yep. traditionally this was done through burning the paper. So um, you would create the sigil and then burn it, and that was to release okay. you know, your intention. Right. So you can still do that. Um, yep. But if you wanted to hang on to the sigil to use in like a spell jar or yeah. um, a spell pouch or something like that, you can hold it in your hands and closing your eyes while meditating and visualising the outcome or you can pass it through sage uh, to uh-huh. kind of activate it. My personal favourite, I love um, blowing my breath on it because your breath oh. is life, so it's giving it life. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. So I'll just like my, blow my breath on it and that activates it. <laughs> and it's not creepy and at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I had to just take it down a level, didn't I? <laughs>
0: It's all (laughs) good. No, but I get it. Like that totally makes sense. I love that. Yeah. And then another tip is in your notebook or grimoire or book of shadows, whatever you would like to call it, it can be nice to keep a record of the ones that you've drawn Yeah. So that, I was going can remember you, it? Yeah. Yeah, you probably won't. So mm. um, that way in future, if you want to reuse the sigil for this, you know, similar purpose, you can just go sure. back and look up that symbol. Yep. So um, you don't need to design a new one, which can be a long process. do so. go to
1: all that effort. You want to bloody
0: remember it <laughs> so oh, use sure. it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like so you can one, record um, them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. So I have a particular one that when my husband and I went overseas um a couple of years ago, when you could travel, wasn't that oh, a wonderful back time? Then.
1: Yeah, hundred <laughs> years ago.
0: That's it. And we went um yeah, over to the UK for a month and we left the kids here because we're awesome parents. <laughs> wow, a whole lot. Oh, it was a whole month. It was our 20 year wedding anniversary, so nice. and they were, they were fine.
1: Dream but of that. Um, I created
0: sigils. So I yeah. created sigils for our home to keep it protected. Um, I created sigils for the kids. So I planted them under their beds and in their cars and school bags uh-huh. and all that kind of thing um, to protect them while we were gone. All and then I also ones. made. Oh, uh, actually the kids' ones were all like the same kind of okay. because it was the yeah. same intention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there was a different one for our, obviously our property and sure. then I actually had another one for all of our luggage because you think of how much luggage goes missing when you travel. So yeah. I had sigils like planted in all of our, our luggage while we travelled for safe love travels it. and to keep it with us. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's so many ways you can use them.
1: I love that. And so you've kept like you include that in your in your book yes
0: yeah Yeah. for sure I'll write down yeah my sigil how I came up with it what it looks like what I used it for the date it was created oh yeah
1: are there some days better than other days to create
0: them I think so like you could do it at any time of course but whenever you um, need to right yeah definitely I think for myself because I work so closely with the moon that I would yeah do a sigil on a new moon because it is that Time and manifesting an intention, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Total sense. <laughs> yeah, and you and said... this is something you know you yep. could get. Um, kids could also do this too. You know, create yeah. their own little sigils to go on their spell jars. So, absolutely, you know, own power symbol. Kids are
1: so creative; like they're always they drawing. So why not just make that drawing have superpowers? Absolutely. And um, as far as I I know you mentioned that they're secrets, like, well, you know, it's like a secret thing. Does it have to be or like, can you share it with your husband
0: or? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's personal choice if you want to keep it a secret and go underground with it or if you want to share it with your family, let them know what what it means. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess
1: it's the whole purpose behind what it is that you've created, whether or not you want to share it, I guess. Some you Mm -hmm. wouldn't, some you wouldn't. It's up to you, isn't it?
0: That's it. And also thinking about um, where you may place them too. So say, I know this is a protection spell episode, but just, you know, for argument's sake, if you were going to make a sigil, for love like to find love then you might want to place that on your altar with rose quartz or yeah. you know near a, um, a vase of roses and you know add little elements in there that bring that that vibration of love and self-love and yeah so it can be beautiful to team it with other things
1: yeah I love that yeah well this episode has got me truly interested in all of this so thank you so much. Are there My any final pleasure. words? Is there anything that we've missed out on? <laughs> I know you've done this oh. before, so thanks so much <laughs> for sitting through it again
0: with me. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure. No, I think that's everything. So yeah, I just hope that everyone gets something out of this and I'm just sure. to be able to yeah, add a little bit of magic and self-empowerment and yeah, protection. And yeah
1: just have fun on. with it yep. yeah yeah and fun that's right and uh keep the questions coming in for shannon at tospsychic at or um hit her up on the socials either her own or turns out she's a witch or any, any which way you can hunt her down just <laughs> 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 send them through thanks for all the love that we've been receiving as well that you guys have been doing
0: this podcast it's so awesome
1: I'm still a a number one fan
0: (laughs) oh thank you no I just really appreciate having this platform and for you and Matt and all your hard work behind the scenes getting this out there in the world so thank you appreciate it team effort it's good fun yeah yeah it is and that's the,
1: the good side of technology as much as we sort of roll our eyes when things aren't going the best and it gets glitchy and whatnot at least it's an option
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. Because we wouldn't yeah. have been recording for quite some time now. Yeah. We we're like seven weeks into lockdown. So, yeah. 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 That's, we're getting there. Yeah. So please excuse the audio, guys, yeah. but this is better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for the
1: wonderful listeners for tuning in each week and sending in all the loves. That's much appreciated. We hope you stay absolutely. well and safe and healthy and all of that jazz.
0: Yeah, sending you lots of love and we will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.